That there is your Kansas. This here is our Kansas. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right, man. Holy smokes. And it's not <laughs> snowing and we're recording this. What the heck? I feel a little weird about it. I'm kind of off. It, it just, it's a weird phenomenon to see not snow coming down with microphones. It's weird. But it is weird. We'll power through and we'll get on and craziness. Looking so, forward to the sunshine. Absolutely. So with all this uh, snow we've had, uh, how was your how was your weekend? So fun. Uh I got to do a lot of Minnesota firsts. Another Minnesota first? Uh, another Minnesota first. Well, I guess it was a continuation of my most recent Minnesota first, which is shoveling, or excuse me, <clears throat> I found that it is very proper to say yes. raking the yes. snow. It's not shoveling the snow off your roof. It's yes. raking. He, he told somebody he shoveled the snow off his roof, and they looked at him and said, shoveling, huh? And I was like, no, he raked the snow off his roof. The proper nomenclature. <laughs> snow like, raking. Well, I guess that's where we draw the line here in Minnesota vernacular is raking the snow instead of shoveling the snow. But I raked the snow, and then I shoveled the snow. Yes. And, man. You know what happens every time I shovel? Well, every time I shovel snow, we'll table that for now. We'll table that for now. We'll table that for now. So how, how was that experience? Was that your first time raking snow it, off the roof? It was my first time. Or as they say it here, the roof. Yeah. I, sh- I raked the roof. <laughs> and it was it was interesting because you could see all the 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 lines in the snow from each snowstorm so you could see each individual storm in there which was kind of cool did you feel like a backyard archaeologist a little bit i feel like i was doing some avalanche testing you know the only thing i didn't do was cut out a little square and get my shovel and start patting it patting and, and see how many inch, yeah. yeah see how it falls down but uh and then, my garage was getting ready to fall down so that was kind of my reasoning for Getting that taken care of. Well, I'm sure your <laughs> insurance guys really appreciate you uh, having your garage not fall down. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because we all know how busy they are. So Those guys over at Farm Bureau, busy. Man, those guys are great. Couldn't ask for a better set of sponsors there, you know what I mean? Right. So in the midst of all that, we were getting ready for the spring grilling season. And I know that we've, we've had a few barbecues over the past Yes. Winter, because it's just too long to wait One, for good smoked, smoked food. Smoked food is... Mm. But we we baked some chicken wings, and my wife has a phenomenal ranch recipe. And oh. so we, we kind of made this Chipotle ranch for the first time from scratch, which was unbelievable. And it was super easy. The only thing different is we just took a couple Chipotle peppers and blended it up and threw it in the ranch and mixed it up, and it was really good. Oh. But we're getting... We're getting excited for outdoor grilling time. Well, you probably could have out grilled if you could have got your garage doors open, huh? Yeah, that was the plan. I was going to grill outside. That's where the rake came in. Or it's, yep. shovel, rake, whatever you want to call it. Yep. My, On the roof. My father-in-law was confused as to why I couldn't get it open. I told him, well, I think there's just maybe too much weight on the roof. And he goes, yeah, we're going to get that off right now. So shout out to Clay Bowling. He's the man. Oh, thanks, Clay. <laughs> Sweet. How was your weekend? Oh, my God. We took a road trip. It's one for the ages. We went down to the cities, just me and the wife. We were able to get away from our litter, litter of children. And uh, we were just driving to the cities from here, you know, down 12. And we get into a little town, Delano. 
Delano. And she pronounces it Del- Delano. Oh, yeah, me too. Delano. Yeah. Delano. Yeah. And I'm like, no, honey, they call it Delano here. And she's like, no, it's Delano. And I said, no, 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 no. It is. Now I've said it four or five times. I got it all mixed up in my head. <laughs> Delano. And she didn't believe me. So I said, let's go pull over to this place. And we'll ask them how they say it, and then that'll just be the way it is, right? Whatever mm-hmm. this person says, it is. So we get in there. My wife goes up to the counter and says, hey, guys, can you tell me how to say the name of this place? Because we have a dispute on how you say it. So I just speak clearly, loudly, and enunciate everything so I understand what the name is. And the lady looked her right in the eyes and said, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't specify that you were talking about the city. No, she didn't. So. <laughs> so, so, so did you clear it up? Oh, yeah, it was Delano. Okay. That's Delano. I mean, you could call it Delano if you like, but that's just what they call it. Yeah, I don't know. I just like to call things different names every once in a while. Just mix it up a little bit. Kind of, not a whole lot going on okay. sometimes, you know? Yeah. Well, so she was mad at me when we got to the hotel room down there in the cities. Just because... She, well, I mean, it was my fault, clearly, that she didn't specify what she was talking about, right? So we get all dressed up. It was just a little dinner. We get all dressed up, and I, I just looked in the mirror and was like, Jesus, I see like an old, tired old man, you know? <laughs> a lot of miles. Yeah. I said, will you just give me a little words of advice? Tell me something good. She said, well, your eyesight's damn near perfect. <laughs> Thanks, hon. <laughs> It's like one of those, you got a face for radio. <laughs> she was still mad. But hey. A national story that's catching legs right now about a animal, animal rights activist who's getting ready to shut down their facility. Have you heard about this? No. Who's that? That bitch Carol Baskins. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's rising back to the top. Oh, she's shutting down because uh, I guess it, there's no need for them anymore. She's shipping all her stuff off to... All their big cats, they're moving them all off to Arkansas. They, so. they finished her Netflix episode. and Yeah, popularity's just, gone, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way she get back in the news. I don't know. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, Who knows? Know. Well, her husband's in jail. No, no, that's her ex-lover or something. I don't, no. I don't know. I never saw the show. Tiger so Man? Yeah, tig- Tiger King. the Tiger Man? The Tiger, tiger King. King. Tiger, yeah. The King. Tiger okay. King. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting well, story. Well, Carol. Good for you, Carol. Thanks for all you do. Moving on to our Kansas. That there's our Kansas. In, in your Kansas. In your Kansas. Home, car, boat, motorcycle. Whatever you need to protect, you can save money and time by bundling your insurance coverage into a single package policy. Add life insurance and save even more. Start by talking to your local Farm Bureau Financial Service agent, Mike and Ian. Then rest easy, knowing that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Western Agriculture Insurance Company. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Well, beautiful. Sorry, I just, I just want to throw that out there before we get this week's guest on. Yeah. So, so as I was raking my roof and then shoveling, I, of course, am not in the greatest of shape. I'm in we've a just, shape, yeah, we've and established we've established this. that I'm in a, a shape, but not in shape. For the viewers, at home. <laughs> For the viewers uh, listeners at home. It's the listeners. Oh. The listeners so at home. So we're going with listeners this week. Today. Today, okay. Next week it might be viewers. But I tend to throw out my lower back for whatever reason, which I know the reason, 
but I'm just not committed enough to not making it happen every time. So I go see my friend, my chiropractor, the man who's with us today, Dr. Frank Cook Hey-o. from Litchfield Chiropractic. Hello. Thanks for joining us, Frank. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Glad you came on, man. We've been talking about it for a while, so yeah, glad so we're I, here. I can make it happen. Yeah, I know you're a busy guy. It seems that there's always people coming and going from your place. Yeah. I like the excitement, though. It's fast-paced and keeps you on your toes and can stay focused. Awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. So did you grow up in Litchfield? Yep. So I actually grew up in the beautiful town of Manana, just north of Litchfield. But I graduated from uh, Litchfield High School in 2005. Okay. So, yeah, and then I went off to uh, college, and then we decided to come back about nine years later. Yeah, nine years later, I think. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yep. Tell us a little bit about your family, Frank. Yeah, so I have uh, two little boys now, four and six, Edison and uh, Frankie is our oldest. So they go to school here in Litchfield, uh, one's in first grade and then pre-K. And they're the reason I have gray hair coming in at a rapid rate. (laughs) (laughs) They're nice and calm children. No, I think they got more of my genetics and now that's coming back to haunt me because my parents said that I'll pay for this later. No, they're very good. They're they're curious little boys and yeah, they keep me very busy. Yeah, seems to be the way that kids work. All the things that you did. It just multiplies, and then you get that back. Yep. What it seems to be. Yeah. Payback at some level. (laughs) So where did you meet your wife? So Britt and I actually met back in high school at a wrestling tournament, and then uh, we met. I would have been a freshman in college, and then she was a senior in high school, and that was kind of the advent of social media. And then I Facebook stalked her, became friends, and went on a date shortly afterwards. So as much as I don't like social media sometimes – that's how we actually connected. So was it weird meeting your wife on a, on a wrestling mat for the first time? Who won? So her uh, other boyfriend at the time oh. was a, on like a, one of our rival wrestling teams, and we had some other mutual friends. And then So it wasn't connected. like her versus you? Like no. that's how you met? She, she would have beat me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we dated then pretty much all through – yeah, all through undergrad and chiropractic college. I actually ended up going out to Maine for a little while to wrestle, and we did the whole long-distance relationship thing, and she's put up with me for a very long time. Immense patience that Brittany has. <laughs> Sounds like it. She's got a lot longer to go yet. But... She does. <laughs> wow. So I got a question. I know you, you're uh, a fellow Ironman. Yep. And uh, top physical, because you're, you're still training, right? You're still training. You got one coming up. Uh, I'm doing Grandma's Marathon in uh, June. Oh, cool. Yep. So then I'll do a couple of the smaller, like, sprint Olympic tries. But I've oh, not fantastic. signed up for any uh, other Ironman events yet, but I'll yeah. make an impulsive decision to so do I that. So i got a question. As a fellow Ironman, knowing that I'm where I am, where I can't compete anymore and whatever, do you? how does it feel looking into your future over here all not <laughs> <shape>? <laughs> So I got humbled in uh, my, I think that was my first, like, 70.3 race that I did. And I thought I was in like very good condition, which I was and treat my body well. And I just recall like all these old people passing me that I'd look at and they didn't have the prettiest of gates and you'd look at them on the street, yeah. but yeah. So it's a very humbling sport because it's not really like age fitness so much. No. That's like mindset. And yeah. you start really seeing that, especially at the finish line. And you see all these different types of people of all different shapes as you so, <laughs> you so put and sizes. So that's the cool thing about the sport is. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. 
one of my one of my biggest humbling moments. I know, kind of going off on a tangent. My first Ironman, I I did. I was in off the bike transition, right? I'm in the tent. I'm changing. I'm getting psyched up. I know I'm going to complete my Ironman because I got hours to yeah. run a marathon, right? So I'm fine. I know I could walk it and make it. And I'm getting in there, and some older gentleman looks at me and goes, "What's someone so young like you doing in the tent at this point in time?" <laughs> Thanks, bud. I just uh, had a flat tire and, you know, just made it, but thanks. <laughs> thanks for the support. So he got in your head. No, he didn't get in my head. Oh. I just, he just did better than me. I got, it's a long story. I got a flat tire. Some guy threw thumbtacks out, got a, two oh, different yeah. flats, and it was just kind of a pain in the butt. Oh, but wow. That's, it's part of, it's part of the whole experience. It's not that you, it's not you versus you. It's you versus everything that can go wrong and then your head. So. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a thing. I had a friend that had a Gatorade bottle kick up that someone, it fell out of someone's bike when they hit a bump and somehow it sucked up into his tire and his chain and ended up like wiping out going down a hill like 30 miles an hour. Oh man. Yeah, still finished. But yeah, there's just like so many factors. You think it's like the training side of it, but it's weather, it's other people, bike issues. My cable broke on my uh, bike, I think like three miles in on my first Ironman. So luckily wow. they had a guy, the um, support teams that came fixed it, but I went like 10 miles with literally staying in the same gear. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, that can happen. That'll smoke you pretty quick too. Yeah. I guess I never anticipated any of those exterior forces like a Gatorade bottle or somebody dropping tax as being a difficult part of that. Yeah. And that's a sub. It's just, it's out of your control, but you, you take the punches as you go. And that's what kind of makes it fun. Because really, I'd say like in your last bit of training, you pretty much know that you can do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. The distance side of it. But yeah, I mean, we've had crazy weather, flat tires, bike issues. I got kicked in the face on one of the swims like yeah. a mile into it. So I was trying to mitigate a bloody nose and still try to breathe. I had one where I couldn't swim. I couldn't <laughs> freestyle swim. I had to, I breaststroke the whole swim. Yeah. And the, the Coast Guard stopped me and said, I need to see you take 10 strokes and I took my 10 strokes in my freestyle swim and then went right back to the breast strokes. For some reason, I was in my head, but I spent hours and hours and hours in the pool. So then I get on the bike and I'm gassed, like yeah. completely gassed. <laughs> I've never swam that way before, but I did it. Yep. Like, I don't know. It's just a thing. Huh. It's, it's just a mental block, man. Yep. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm going to stay on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway yeah, that's what, we could probably do a whole podcast about that crazy stuff, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You'd just be, you'd just be me over here saying, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but I'm a shape. <laughs> uh, but I'm a pear shape. So, uh, back did, to Litchfield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did you have plans of going to chiropractic school and then coming back to Litchfield? Or is that just kind of how things shook out for you guys? So I had uh, plans to be a chiropractor. I had really good experiences early on um, when I was wrestling, like through middle school and high school with chiropractic. It really helped with my um, back pain and a few other issues going on. So that was always kind of set in my mind, like I wanted to be a chiropractor. I really had no intention of coming back to Litchfield. Um, I was actually going to go to Kalispell, Montana or Whitefish. There was a chiropractor that was retiring out there. I had a flight booked and a meeting set up to go check that out. And I just so happened to come back for Watercade that summer before and I ended up talking to Steve Bachman and he's like hey you know have you ever thought about coming back to Litchfield like we're looking to retire in the next couple of years and yeah it really wasn't on my radar I had nothing against Litchfield I, I wanted to go out to Montana so I could ski and fly fish on my lunch breaks and um, yeah so I ended up coming back to Litchfield I think 
a couple of weeks after Watercade, talked to Stephen Subachman and yeah, decided this is where we wanted to be. It was a really good fit because they were a husband-wife practice and um, we got the whole building so we had a place to stay and yeah, never looked back since. Oh, so it's kind of uh, interesting. It just flip-flopped, you know, with interacting with one person. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny how that happened. I sure I'm glad it went that way though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> now looking back, I'm very happy we came back. Like family is a big value of ours and just like being around both my parents and family and then uh, Britt's side. I can't imagine like being that far away and like raising kids without grandpa and grandma right there to bother. So yeah. Yeah. That's Having awesome. the, just the, the family experience. Yeah. No. And that's, it's very important too, as you guys know, with like having kids now and being around family close is it's just nice and my mom and dad have saved our tails a few times when you've been in pickles with daycare or school or oh, <laughs> sickness yeah, so sure. well yeah. when you first start start your family you gotta rely on your parents more than you ever could imagine so. yeah so thank you john and brenda thank you todd and lynn <laughs> <laughs> how many uh people do you employ there so we have uh myself and my wife Brittany, and then we have two other um, staff members so mary and ava that we have in-house. Then we have a couple other people we outsource things to, but yeah, four four of us total. Just a happy little family. Yeah, it's always friendly <laughs> to go in there. They say the so same busy. thing, Ava and, and Mary? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Did they tell you I was dancing in the window yesterday when I was walking by? They didn't tell you that? Oh, I didn't see that They one. made sure to tell my wife yesterday when they saw her. Anyway. Oh, we, have a, we have a good time there. We're lucky to have awesome staff. And yeah, we try to just keep our environment like really happy because it's not always fun to when someone's hurting after snow raking your roof see that raking Mm -hmm. um you know if someone's in pain or dealing with some health issues you want to try to keep like a positive environment so we really strive to do that and have a fun workplace environment yeah it's tough it's tough so i have a question around the specifics of how your job makes you feel yes so do you do you have the same euphoric feeling when you crack somebody's back as I do as the person being cracked? Uh, so a little bit different physiologic, but I do enjoy working with people. So it's kind of crazy when you, when you say the term crack. Yeah. <laughs> There's a chemical in your body called enkephalin. It's like your body's form of morphine. So when you open up a joint or you hear like that cavitation or that pop, it actually releases like a little bit of enkephalin, like a feel good. So that's why I was laughing when you said like euphoria, because you actually do get a very, very small dose of that. So it's pretty wild. I will attest to when I had my back and we couldn't get it fixed and you had to do this manual adjustment and you were cracking me or had me on my side and it wasn't going. And then it finally popped and you stood up, you're like, there you go. I was like, I think he got the same enjoyment I got out of that. No, and I, I do enjoy it. Like... I love coming in on Monday to see how people did like through the weekend and what they're able to do that their body's like feeling and functioning better. So, yeah. What's your favorite thing to adjust? So one that you're like, I don't want to do, or I really like doing the most. Um, there's a couple joints that are a little more challenging when you're working on like elbow joints can be difficult TM or you're like your jaw joint sometimes can be an issue, but, um, I don't know the puzzle. I, I like, Every person I say is like a different little puzzle, like based off their x-rays and nerve scans. So um, it's just fun to like think on the go and, you know, try to figure out best ways to help people. But yeah. I would say cervical or neck adjusting is some of my favorites. Okay. Yep. So we have a, a few chiropractic chiropractors in yeah. Litchfield. Is there something that sets your office apart from the other ones? 
For sure. And that's, that's really all around the profession. Chiropractic has a very large scope of practice. So I have friends that, you know, practice just nutrition or just like physical therapy. Mm -hmm. So at our office, we do corrective chiropractic care. So with the nerve scans and x-ray, um, which I don't really think anyone around the area even has x-ray in their office anymore. They, they, um, refer it out, but that's how I would say our office differs as we try to correct what's going on neurologically and structurally to figure that thing out, the, the things out long-term. And a lot of chiropractic is based around like pain care. So it's like you snow rake, I hurt my back. We'll do an adjustment and then come back when it hurts. My goal is, is to try to mitigate that stress or correct that stress biomechanically. So then long-term you don't have that same problem 40 years down the road. So something more like proactive than a reactive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's considered more like corrective chiropractic versus like pain management chiropractic. Not one is good or bad. It just, um, that's really my focus. So when I look at my friends and family, I don't want to see the same pe or the people with same stuff 40 years down the road and have all this arthritis and degeneration and neurologic issues. So that's the cool part about the body is you can change that and correct it. But much like working out, you know, it takes a game plan or you got to do things yeah. a little more frequently on that side. Well, I can, I can tell you care a lot. I saw my daughter went to you for, to you guys for a while. And then yeah. she was okay. And now she just went back again. So she got the new patient videos yeah. yesterday. Yep. Oh my gosh. Those were great, man. The new patient videos that you send out were just, are yeah. just fantastic. And we did those a couple of years ago just because like when you come in, especially if you've never had an experience with well, really anything but chiropractic, all this new stuff and verbiage is going through and then you get home you're like, gosh, what did that person even talk about? So you have like little recap videos of like, what's the big goal? What does your nervous system do? You know, how does health and wellness and healing all work? So yeah, we spent a lot of time on those, like trying to educate people. It's um, so they have a better understanding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Any, uh, big things coming down the, down Sibley there? Uh, well, we have the brewery across the street. Well, I, I, just out, <laughs> I just meant coming out of your office there. You got any big news coming out of your office? Um, we have a couple different technologies that we're looking at in, um, the realm of like regenerative medicine. So like PRP stem cell, um, there's a couple like soft wave therapies, that we've been looking at to possibly integrate into our office as well. So that's really exciting because like regenerative medicine is becoming very popular and a lot more research. So that'll be a really cool aspect if we can get something rolling with that. All right. Especially in our area, you just, you know, when you get down to the Metro, you have exposure to a lot different types of healthcare. So that's kind of one of our big goals is we want to bring, you know, mainstream healthcare and technology like to this area. That'd be good. Yeah. See if we can get it. Two new ankles for this guy over here. <laughs> Not a day of my life goes by without ankle pain. So is there anything that you want the people of Litchfield to know about, about you and, and the practice here in Litchfield? Yeah, just like our goal is really we want to integrate chiropractic into like people's, you know, monthly, weekly, whatever it might be for them, like health and wellness routine and not just chiropractic, but like eating well, exercise. Um, that's a big goal of ours is we want people to do healthy things more routinely instead of being reactive. And that's a big issue with healthcare today is the premise of it is really reactive. You have a pain, you have something going on, go and get it fixed. Well, what can you do to help prevent that into the future and support your body to, to heal better? So that would be our, my big message. All right. <laughs> Great. 
The message right. for the listeners at home. You heard them. <laughs> you heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> there you go. You first. You got any uh, questions for two silly podcast guys? I don't think so. I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to listening to all the episodes now. Perfect. <laughs> Good. I think we've got a few on there now. So. Yeah, and the microphones get better every week. I think. I sure hope so. Those guys, <laughs> those our sponsors really take care of us. So. They sure do. Thank, thank, thanks to those guys over there at Farm Bureau. It's fantastic. Um, we're gonna send you. We, we send every guest back to your place of business with a gift card for Simply Good, because there's not a better place to get a cup of coffee in this town than Simply Good. Um, so kind of the instructions are the first person to come in, patient, non-patient. Yep. Sorry, Mary, not you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and ask you for the gift card. Just give it to them. Okay. It's just, uh, it's just our gift from Warren, actually, at Simply Good. Just a, just a way to spread awesome. the word. little Easter egg for those at home. There we go. Yep, we'll send those that out. Those viewers. Yes. All right, we'll yes. take that for now. Anyway. Well, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, great. Glad to have you on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. And as always, see see you you next time. Today's podcast was brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services. As a member of our community, you don't have to be our client for us to care about your future. If you ever have any questions about your existing coverages or you need help, just give us a shout at 320-593-0027 or stop by. 503 East Depot Street.